Alrighty guys, welcome to Animal Kingdom Animated. It's Haley and you guys are just in time for my podcast, Fun and Fancy Free. I am a little bit behind on editing the podcast, which makes me a little bit behind on recording the podcast, but that's okay because there was also holidays and my schedule is getting a little weird with work because I am getting open water certified, so I am taking off in the middle of the week, but then I'm picking up either a Friday or a Saturday, so it's been a little bit crazy, but that is okay because that's life sometimes so let's just get into it just like always I'm going to start with some general information about the movie and then we're going to go into some of the animated characters that you can see and then we're going to talk about two of the characters that I have chosen for this film and I will tell you guys right now that this film is going to be a little bit different than the other uh, podcast that I normally do I kind of had to improvise a little bit and I will tell you guys more about that when we get to all of the animated characters that you can see in this film <sighs> so let's get into it so fun and fancy free was released on September 27th of 1947 it is the fourth package film made in the 1940s. It is a 73-minute film with only two segments, which is a little bit different than the ones that we've been seeing in the past. So the two segments are Bongo and Mickey and the Beanstalk. Now, this film features some of the poster Disney characters, which include Jiminy Cricket, Mickey Mouse, Goofy, and Donald Duck. It is also one of the films that helped finance not only Cinderella, but also Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. And even though it did relatively well in the box office, the film originally got some mixed reviews. Some people loved the film and some people hated the film. And I'm not going to lie, I'm going to tell you guys, I didn't really care for the film as much. It just didn't seem as interesting to me as other movies uh, seemed to be, and that's just based off of my personal interest. There is nothing wrong with me hating it and you guys loving it or vice versa with another movie, which I'm sure will happen in either whether it has happened in the past or whether it's going to happen in the future of me loving a film and you guys being like, eh, it's okay because that's life and everyone has their own preferences and that is good to have. So I'm never gonna be like oh my gosh you don't like the same movie as me that's life it's okay so like i said there's only two segments the first segment that you see is called bongo and it is a story of a circus bear cub who runs away from the circus to the wild it seems in the beginning <clears throat> when they show him in the circus performing he is loving it and he's having the time of his life but then he goes off stage and they pull him to the back and they throw him in the car and he's like, yeah, this part of my life is not fun at all. And he's probably just putting on an act, you know, to make the crowd all nice and happy and everything because we do that too. We put on a face and we make everyone smile. And so he's like, you know what, I've had enough of this circus life of performing and acting and putting on face and stuff like that. And the wild looks very inviting and tempting and you know what, I'm going to go try it out. And he does. Now, in the re original release, Dinah Show, 
Let's retry that. Now, in the original release, Dinah Shore tells Bongo's story, but in the re-release, it's actually Jiminy Cricket telling the story. And I happened to get the original from Disney+. Plus. It is on there. Uh, so I got to hear Dinah Shore tell the story of Bongo. And it was actually suggested for Bongo to actually be a prequel to Dumbo. So it was going to be like how Dumbo got into the circus and like little like flashbacks of like what Dumbo's mom's life was in the circus, something like that. But it never actually got fully carried through to fruition and it just happened to be another circus movie with a lot of similarities. Um, or at least with some similarities to Dumbo. It was also originally made to be more lifelike, but when it got paired with the whole fun and fancy free theming, it got cartoonized. So that's how we see it today. And the song Say It With A Slap has lyrics that aren't used in children's movies today. Uh, it was deemed to be... Is that raining? I can't tell if it's raining or not. Um, it was deemed to be too inappropriate, so some of the lyrics include things like, every bear and every dove have a way of making love, which I can agree with. I probably shouldn't be in a children's movie, nor on Disney+, Plus, but, you know, it is, this, you know, it's Disney. Yeah. And one of the cool things before we get into the next segment and then with the two characters so keep this in mind is that the two chatterbox chipmunks may or may not have served as some sort of inspiration for two of the later um top or like top 10 or like whatever they call it the original 10 disney characters chip and dale now, the next segment is called Mickey and the Beanstalk, and it is a moralized adaptation of Jack and the Beanstalk. It includes Mickey, Goofy, and Donald, all as peasants who discover a temperamental Willie, the giant, and the giant's castle in the sky due to some help of some magical beans. It was narrated by Edgar Bergen, and it was actually originally called The Legend of Happy Valley, and they do a, li they do a little bit of the history of Happy Valley and how it got its name in that original storytelling before it focuses on the three's adventure up the beanstalk with the giant, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is actually one of the last times that we hear Disney providing the voice for Mickey since he no longer had the time nor the energy to do so. And eventually that voice, quote unquote, was passed on to Jimmy McDonald. And in the re-release in 1989, Ludwig von Drake's, uh, that is Ludwig von Drake's version, so... He kind of takes place of Jiminy Cricket in telling the story of Bongo as well as introing Mickey and the Beanstalk, as you can see in the movie. Now, some cool deleted scenes is how Mickey 
got those magic beans as we never see in the film he just leaves and he's like all right i'm gonna go sell the cow and then he comes back and he's like guys look i uh i got magic beans so one deleted scene is gideon and jay worthington follow fellow we're actually supposed to sell mickey the beans and then in another one, Minnie, who is a princess, actually gives Mickey the beans. So we actually don't know how exactly he got the beans. It could have been one of those ways it was never actually portrayed to us. Now this movie was also supposed to going to be an adaptation to the fairy tale for the film Gigantic, but it was ultimately canceled in 2017 due to story problems, which for me personally, going back on some Disney movies, they also have the BFG is Big Friendly Giant, and I think that is kind of supposed to be like a spin-off to Mickey and the Beanstalk and what they kind of wanted to do with Gigantic, because I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the... Um, trailers for Gigantic back in 2017 and then all of a the sudden they stopped previewing it and I was like well maybe it just came out in theaters and I just missed it or you know sometimes they bump deadlines because they're having some filming problems or according to this some story problems but it got completely canceled apparently. So now let's talk about some of the animated characters. There's quite a bit of them that you can see in this movie, but as I'll tell you in a minute, I ran into some troubles once I actually got through all of this list. So the animated characters you can see include Jiminy Cricket, owls, fish, there's a goldfish, some squirrels, some birds, there's bugs and insects like butterflies, uh, dragonflies, and caterpillars. There's cats, there's chipmunks, obviously, there's a raccoon, there's a wolf, there's a bear who's bongo, obviously. Uh, there's rabbits, there's obviously a Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy, who's a mouse, a duck, and a dog. There's the cow that they went to go off and sell in market. There's a sheep, and there's some crows. So, as you can see, we have a very wide list of all of these characters that I could choose from, but then when I went through my list of animated animals that I have already done, I knocked a good, I wanna say third of them off my list. I knocked Jiminy Cricket, the goldfish, the squirrels, the birds, uh, the rabbits, and the cat off of the list, which didn't leave me with very many. Uh, it still left me with an all right amount, but then as I looked at the list and I was like, well, I don't want to run into the instance that I had, I think last time, yeah, um, with Sonanga South, where I did bears, but then I didn't realize that I was going to do bears later on, so I'm going to have to kind of get creative with that one, so... I knocked bears off of the list because I'm going to do that at Brother Bear. I knocked raccoons off because I'm going to do that in another one. I knocked owls off. I knocked cats. Oh, I already knocked that off. So they didn't leave me with very many besides fish, uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, uh, and a bunch of bugs and insects, and then sheep, crows, and a cow. So I was initially going to do the cow because the cow is kind of like a main reason that 
Mickey and the Beanstalk happened. They sold the cow. They sold the cow, got the magic beans, and went on that adventure. But then, when I was looking up species of cows that would make sense and look very similar to the actual cow in the animated film, I found that there wasn't as much interesting material as I thought there would be. So then I knocked the cow off the list. So then I was like, well, I always like to do at least two for each podcast. So I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. So I did something a little bit different and instead of picking an animated character and doing the animal that's related or based off of that character, I just did the character themselves because we've talked a lot about them but we haven't talked about actually them and their history and everything. So. My two animals that I am going to do for this podcast, like I said, it's going to be different, is the chipmunks, so I'm going to actually be talking about that animal, but then we're going to be talking about Donald Duck, because you're not going to see him again for a while. We see him in the next episode, which is Melody Time, but then we don't see him for a good while, so I'm like, well, you know what? I'll talk about Donald Duck, because we're not going to see him for a while, and we've seen him in a lot of these um, package films he's contributed to, so we'll do that. Even though, uh, my boyfriend isn't home and I know he would love to talk about Donald Duck because it's his favorite, uh, character, but it's okay. So, our first animal that we're going to talk about is the chipmunks. They are a small striped rodent. They are mostly found in North America or the U.S., but they also have a Siberian chipmunk that you can also find in Asia. They only live about three years out in the wild, but they have been found to be able to live up to nine years while under human care. They are omnivorous. They feed on seeds, nuts, fruits, and buds, but they can also feed off of grass, shoots, and other plant matter. And under human care, a lot of times you will see them, see them eating more grains, veggies, uh, and more of those tree nuts. Now, one of the cool things about chipmunks is that they have these cool cheek pouches to be able to carry all of those food items to those burrows to either store for their, quote, hibernation or to eat. So even though these guys are diurnal and they like to sleep in burrows that can be over 10 feet long, which is pretty long, they are not true hibernators. So their activity during the winter just lessens, so they are not as active, but you can see them out every once in a while in the winter. Now these guys only weigh about 2.5 to 5 ounces. They're only about 5 to 7 inches long. They are reddish brown in color. They have five dark brown stripes running down lengthwise. They have two grayish brown stripes, again lengthwise, and then two whitish stripes lengthwise. They have prominent eyes, ears, um, a furry tail, and delicate claws, which makes them excellent climbers to be able to eat all of that material that they like to eat. These guys also like to mate in early spring and early summer, and they can have four to five litters of two young two times a year. So I did the math because that 
kind of got confusing when I was writing it down. Um, they can have up to 20 babies a year. And their gestation period is about a month. So that's a lot. And even though they are not on the IUCN... Hold on. Yeah, even though they are not on the IUCN endangered list, they do play an important role to forest ecosystems because of their hoarding seeds. That actually plays a very vital role in seedling establishment and then when they are carrying it from the plant or wherever to their burrow, they might drop a couple, which is their way of dispersing the spores. So it's still super important that we have our chipmunks, even though they are not a species of concern. We don't want to be like, oh, well, chipmunks aren't important. Let's start killing all of those because they do play a vital role in keeping the ecosystem balanced. So the next, I guess, character or animal I'm talking about is Donald Duck. Now, he is in the original Disney gang, which makes up him, Disney, Goofy, you know, Pluto, Minnie, those guys. Uh, his debut was originally in Silly Symphony's Wise Little Hen on June 9th of 1934. In the 1940s, he took over for Mickey and Mouse, which is what we are seeing right now in all of these package films. And he has a hundred and twenty-eight cartoons that range from the nineteen that range from nineteen thirty-six to nineteen sixty-one. He does actually have a middle name, which is pretty cool, and it's shown in one of those cartoons, but in a wartime cartoon, and it is Fontroy. So his name is Donald Fontroy Duck. His original voice is by Clarence Ducky Nash. And that voice is succeeded 50 years later by one of the Disney animators, who is Tony, Tony Anselmo. Pretty sure. He has starred in over 190 films. He's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's got a cemented footprint at, or cemented footprints at the Chinese Theater. His birthday is just generally given as Friday the 13th, but it has been elaborated to be on March 13th, as we can see in some Disney films, him actually celebrating his birthday. Uh, Walt Disney has referred to Donald Duck to be the quote-unquote problem child, especially with his temperamental attitude that he has been given. Uh, Donald also has the most record... the. Donald has the record for the most theatrical appearances for a Disney character and the most published non-superhero comic book character in the world, which is pretty cool. He also has some family members. He's got three nephews who we know as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. He's got a relative who is Scrooge McDuck and then... um. Ludwig von Drake, who we know of. And then, apparently, because, you know, he, because he's a nephew, he has to have a sister to be able to, or a brother to be able to have those nephews. So, apparently, he does also have a sister. His sister's name is Della Duck. 
which I did not know until I looked it up because it says in the comic universe, Donald is the first descendant of the three main duck families, which is Duck, Coot, and McDuck, and the trait is shared only by his sister and his nephews. So I didn't know he had a sister, but I also have never seen his comics. So he could really have blue eyes. We don't actually concretely know. There's also a common urban legend stating that Donald Duck comics were actually banned in Finland just because he doesn't wear pants, which is interesting. He is the only popular film and TV cartoon character to appear as a mascot for the sports team of a major American university, namely um, the University of Oregon Ducks. That's Donald Duck. He also received an army draft from the army that was sent to Hollywood Studios. He is used in numerous other commercial products, uh, one example being Donald Duck orange juice that was introduced in the 1940s by Citrus World. It's interesting. Now I am going to come back and talk about this duck because I didn't realize that until I was like ready to um, record. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to take even more time because it's just going to be even later for me to get it out and I'm already behind. But he resembles a species of duck called a crested duck. So I'm definitely going to come back and talk about that crested duck probably the next time that we see him. Probably not in Melody time because I already have those chosen. But the next time we see him in a Disney film or see a duck and we need to talk about a duck. Yeah. And to mark the 50 years of the characters, 50 Peking ducks followed the costume character around Disneyland, which I'm pretty sure I saw a um, picture of when they posted it on their Disney time um, or their Disney Instagram, whatever it's called, which was incredibly cute. I loved it a lot. You were like, oh, look, it's a big man. And he was like, oh my gosh, look, it's little me's. And it was, it was so cute. I loved it. So uh, stick around for my next upload, which is going to be Melody Time. I'm just going to kind of push all three of these, Song of the South, Fun and Fancy Free, and Melody Time, just out as soon as I can get them recorded and edited, which takes a little bit of time so stick with me here hopefully I am caught up probably by the time we get to the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad so um so dear to my heart which is supposed to be this week's episode might be a little bit behind or off but again that's half because I'm originally behind because of just scheduling editing time and then again because of work scheduling because it's kind of getting crazy with holidays and vacations and everything so thank you guys for sticking through me with this like weird time um 
but I hope you guys had fun. I hope you guys learned something new. And like I said, stick around for our next podcast, which will be coming out, which is Melody Time. Shh. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Bye. I don't know. It's, yeah, weird. In Walt Disney Studios, he's often referred to as, quote-unquote, the duck. You can see him in a bunch of other films like James in the Giant Peach with a when they show a duck skeleton that looks a lot like Donald. Uh, you can see him in the Timon and Pumbaa's Wild About Safety series um, as a float that looks exactly like him. Uh, he appears in the video game Kingdom Hearts, which is what I'm playing right now, which is super fun. So he is on my team. Uh, some cool things about Donald Duck is that he has gone through some animation differences. Uh, so even though he's got black eyes, sometimes they appear to be blue in 2D artwork or in the 3D models, such as the Kingdom Hearts 3 artwork, apparently. 